Uh, number three, uh, stress can have an impact on your skin and hair. So, you know, if you have conditions like eczema or rosacea or psoriasis, um, stress can make those conditions even worse. And it can lead to hives or itchiness, um, sometimes excessive sweating and even uh, actually hair loss. Hey everyone, this is Aaron and Juwan, and you're listening to Wellness for Real People. This show is for people who are on the go, busy, and looking for ways to live their best lives. We focus on wellness topics in mindfulness, exercise, diet, and sleep, and share quick actionable tactics to improve your health and wellness. We're not perfect, but we're trying to get a little better each day. Let's grow on this journey together. Today, we're talking about 10 strange things stress can do to your body. We discuss an article by Dr. Susan Albers and Richard Lang, published in the Cleveland Clinic Health Essentials Newsletter. Juwan and I share highlights from the article and personal stories that relate to the topics that were discussed. Let's get into the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wellness for Real People. Uh, Juwan and Aaron here. We're here today to talk about mental health and specifically an article that came across around 10 strange things that stress can do to your body. So this article was put out by Cleveland Clinic. And today we're just going to dive into that and have some conversation around these 10 topics. So I'm going to pass it over to Juwan to give us a quick intro into the article and the discussion today. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, I found this article really, really interesting. Um, You know, the author begins with talking about the difference between daily stressors and chronic stress. And so daily stressors are things like, you know, getting stuck in traffic or, you know, you maybe have a bad meeting at work or, you know, maybe your significant other does something that really just pisses you off. Right. So just daily, daily things. Right. And and those, you know, those can be stressful, but those are um, often not the biggest uh concern that that we want to talk about i think the the author really wanted to talk about the impact of chronic stress and what that can do to your body and so you know they talk about chronic stress as being more long term in nature and you know it can be things like financial issues that that are kind of lingering in the background or conflicts with friends or family members, right? These really things that really kind of tense you up and um, are ongoing over a long period of time. And, you know, the author talks about, you know, chronic stress, you know, can have many, many negative impacts on your body. And ultimately, it kind of puts your body in this fight or flight type of um, uh, situation. And when your body is flooded with cortisol continuously, uh, as Dr. Alpers explains, you know, it can cause inflammation and that inflammation can make you vulnerable to to chronic disease. And so, um, you know, once we start talking about, you know, the daily stresses and the chronic stressors, chronic stressors, um, you know, they go into, you know, some of these 10 signs of stress, 10 things that stress can 10 ways that stress can be manifested, right, within the body. I think the first one was talking about, you know, your muscles and joints, right? So stress can cause pain or tightness or soreness in your muscles, you know, even muscle spasms. And, you know, that can lead to flare-ups of arthritis and other conditions. And so, you know, I I, I can relate to this in the sense of, you know, anytime I get any sort of massage, what's the first thing they always say, right? You're really, really tense, especially in my chest and my shoulders, you know, and, and in my back, I tend to carry a lot of, a lot of stress there. Um, so I can certainly resonate with that one. Uh, number two, they talk about, you know, uh, your heart and your lungs. So stress can actually have an impact on your heart and lungs. Um, it can 
you know, uh, an increase of uh, human of cortisol in, you know, in your body can make certain heart and lung conditions actually worse, including heart disease, um, high blood pressure, um, and, and even asthma along other, uh, along with other conditions. So definitely want to put this out there. And they say this in the article, if you know, if you're experiencing pain or tightness in your chest or heart palpitations, you definitely want to see a doctor as soon as possible just to rule out any serious condition. Uh, number three, uh, stress can have an impact on your skin and hair. So, you know, if you have conditions like eczema or rosacea or psoriasis, um, stress can make those conditions even worse. And it can lead to hives or itchiness, um, sometimes excessive sweating and even uh, actually hair loss. Yeah. And I can speak to like, just like the, the skin issues, you know, it's like something I struggle with my whole life is just having eczema. And I know when I'm super stressed at work, I'll start getting itchy in certain spots. Like, you know, I'm itching my arms and I'm thinking about stuff and it's like unconscious. You just start scratching and and that flares up every time when I have like a really stressful moment. So I can definitely relate to that, that situation. Yeah. So number four, um, they talked about, you know, stress can impact your gut. So, you know, I, 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 as I started thinking about it, you know, we maybe wonder about the phrase that we often use, you know, it made me sick to my stomach. And I wonder if that's what people may be alluding to when, you know, when, when we say that, but, um, you know, stress can have a real impact on your digest, digestive system. So things like, you know, pain, gas, diarrhea, diarrhea, constipation, or even more complex conditions such as, you know, um, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, or acid reflux or GERD. So, you know, and I think there is a definitely, uh, we'll talk about this probably a little bit later uh, in, in one of the other uh, issues related to stress. But, you know, when you're stressed, it definitely tends to uh, impact sometimes our eating habits, right? And so when we compound the stress with unhealthy diet, right, then it can make these digestive issues even worse. And uh, number five uh, is, you know, stress can impact, you know, your shoulders, your head or your, your or your jaw. So, you know, uh, they were talking about stress can trigger tension headaches, um, you know, tightness in your neck and jaw, knots, you know, and spasms in your neck and shoulders. So that's also something to to be aware of if you're if you're feeling those things or experiencing those things that maybe uh, stress has has an impact on that. Yeah, no, seriously. And then um, I'll take the next view here. So uh, number six, really the big impact is on your immune system and something that you can see yourself starting to catch colds more easily. Uh, if you have chronic health issues, those can become significantly worse as you get stressed out. Uh, you know, they brought up inflammatory bowel disease, those kind of things that are really big, um, you know, triggers when, when you have a stressful situation. So um, chronic stress, something that really drives a lot of issues there as well, too. So it's really tough to reduce your stress when you're not feeling well and you need to work out or you need to eat healthier, but at the same time, your immune system's weak. So it's just one of those things, man, where it just has these spiral effects. Uh, number seven was reproductive health. Uh, specifically, the article discussed some some challenges maybe where uh, for a woman, her period might be missed a month or come late because of a range of stress factors. Uh, but, you know, uh, even outside of that, just like so many different things can happen to your body and your health system from a reproductive standpoint. Um, number eight was sleep. And this is the one that I struggle with the most is uh, so interesting because for a while there, I wasn't getting to sleep because I had a newborn. 
And then, you know, I was just getting four hours, three hours, whatever it was until we got past that phase. Then after that, she started sleeping. I started sleeping good. Then I go back to work. And then now I'm like, you know, trying to juggle all these responsibilities that I'm like, I can't sleep because I'm stressed out. So I, I really resonated with that one as well, where it's, you know, the impact of stress can really reduce your hours that you get of quality sleep. Um, so, it, you know, one of the things you want to manage is just really not overthinking in the wee hours, not spending a lot of time on TV, video games, screen time, where you're just overstimulating your mind right before bed. Something I struggle with. I love to like play games or just scroll on my phone. You know, I'll just go doom scroll for a little bit and check stuff out online. But then, you know, that can be a contributing factor to messing with your sleep and increasing stress because then you're th- maybe potentially thinking about stuff you got to do the next day or you got FOMO, you're missing out on an event or something cool happening that's going on. So really just turning off that phone phone, uh, doing something that's a lot uh, more of a de-stressor, like maybe reading a book um, or just, you know, closing your eyes, maybe meditating, maybe taking some time to stretch, um, you know, do a little bit of light exercise can kind of help relieve some tension and get you into a sleep pattern. Yeah, I can um, definitely yeah. Uh, <laughs> sleep, sleep challenges, you know, I'm definitely when I'm when I'm stressed, I can I just notice my mind is just racing, right? Especially at night, and I'm just flooded with all these thoughts of things that I need to do or should have done or would like to do. And and uh, so finding a way to kind of get those thoughts out of my head so I'm just not ruminating on them. And even if it's just a matter of just writing them down, sometimes that's a, a great way to kind of just get that get that stress out, you know, um, and, and help me to kind of calm down uh, so that I can actually um, fall asleep. Uh, you mentioned meditating and that's a big one for me, um, especially, you know, before going to bed, I feel like half the time I ended up just, you know, I'm doing my little meditation of just falling asleep. <laughs> I don't know how much meditating I did and how much sleeping I did, but, <laughs> but it right? <laughs> and gets me in, the, in, in, the, you know, in, in a great space to be able to get some rest. Hey everyone. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Here's a quick message from can do tea. As a business owner and mom of two, I needed something better than coffee to wake me up in the morning. The excess sugars and crash that came in the afternoon just weren't cutting it for me. Since I started drinking Kandu's Energy and Focus Tea, I definitely find that I have more sustained energy than I did with coffee. I love that this loose leaf tea is made out of natural ingredients from all over the world. It provides me energy and focus and tastes absolutely delicious. Shop Kandu Tea today. Your brain will thank you. Now let's get back to the show. That's excellent, man. I need to do that a little bit more, more meditation, right? Um, and then number nine was weight gain. So this is something that, um, you know, I struggled with as well, too, is just as that, you know, stress level increased, that bad eating habits happen. But then also um, the article says that stress can have an impact on your hormone called cortisol. And that's also a big impact to your weight level. So um, there are ways to get that in check, which, you know, we'll talk about at the end. And of course, the articles go into deeper um topics on that. But really, the weight gain could be another issue is, you know, the amount of stress that you're going through could be having an impact on that. And then number 10 uh, is mental health. So this one's a huge topic for us, uh, something that we really want to focus on finding experts, bringing experts to help us really understand and figure out ways to manage this. But stress can bring on symptoms of depression, uh, reduce your enthusiasm for activities, make it hard to really focus and, and do what you need to do at work, and may even lead to uh, anxiety disorders. Um, you know, for me in the past, I've had issues with panic attacks. 
And that really came about because of high stress levels and not knowing how to manage that properly. And so, you know, it's something that's real and something that shouldn't be ignored. So just keep that in mind too, is like all these things are things that can happen to your body, but also things that can happen in your mind as well too. So with that, that was the 10 topics. Uh, I'm going to kick it back to Juwan just to close us out on the uh, discussion on the article. Yeah, thanks, Aaron. You know, the article ends with talking about when do you need to seek help, right? When And, and I like that they make this distinction between, you know, if you're just having a, a rough day at work, um, you know, uh, that's one thing. But if you're starting to notice that you're, you know, you're having trouble getting out of bed or, you know, having trouble getting to work or making it through through the day, you know, you're starting to notice changes in your sleep patterns or your appetite. You know, that might be some indications that your stress level is is starting to, to get out of control. And so, again, if you're starting to notice that th- these issues are kind of persistent over time, then it may be a, a good opportunity to just reach out to your doctor, to your healthcare professional, your healthcare team, you know, so that they can help you troubleshoot what's going on and get you the right support that you may need. Um, I think it's really important, especially in our community you know, to, um, we tend to carry a lot of stuff, you know, internally, right. And don't want to share, don't want to speak out when, 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 when things are going on. And so I really like that the article is, you know, encouraging us to one, recognize some of these signs, um, so that we can be a little bit more aware of what's happening with our body and, and how stress is impacting, you know, our body. And then, you know, if, if you feel like you, you know, it's, it's a persistent thing, then maybe, um, it's a good opportunity to have a conversation with your with your medical team and 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 get the support that you may need. So I thought it was a really really uh, great article, um, great discussion for this week. Um, were there? I guess you know, in kind of closing, was there anything that really surprised you about you know the article? Anything that you read or anything that you kind of want to take from it and apply to your your daily life? Yeah, I think for me, one of the biggest surprising one was the the impact to my like shoulders, head and jaw. Um, I had those experiences when I was going through some stress and I was like wondering, like, what did I do? Like, was it like a weird workout or did something happen to me? Like to where I like tweak my neck or my head or my something, a certain kind of weird way. So I was like, I didn't even think about, you know, stress's impact physically to muscles. Right. I, you know, I thought about it cause I've experienced things with like mental health issues and, uh, some issues with like not sleeping, but didn't really think about, you know, how that impacts how I feel. And so, you know, I've got like you know, the tension coming up in my shoulders. And so I'm like that, that's all stress related. It's not necessarily that I've injured myself or I've been doing anything bad with my workout. You know, I can always work on my posture, but, you know, <laughs> at the same time, a lot of that is just the stress that comes from, you know, uh, you know chronic things that have been happening and, and not managing those correctly. So definitely something that stood out to me in the article. Great, great. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I think it, you know, there's a, it it's helped me become a lot more aware of what my body's trying to tell me, and so I look forward to you know um, just keeping an eye on these things, you know, moving forward. And and uh, like the article said, if I start to notice that it becomes more of a a chronic issue, I kind of know when I need to reach out and get some support. So I thought it was a really great article and. Um, thanks for walking through it with me. And I hope you all found something helpful out of this as well. Awesome, Juwan. Appreciate that. So yeah, thanks everybody for listening today. This was a great awareness topic around uh, mindfulness and really trying to figure out ways that we can identify stress and and know the signs of when stress is becoming a serious issue and then go out and get that help when it's needed. 
Um, we will be bringing you more and more episodes coming in the future. So again, as always, please make sure to subscribe to the channel, uh, subscribe to our podcast, wherever you're watching or listening to this. Uh, we just look forward to having these conversations. I think a lot of times these conversations don't get surfaced. So, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to do our part just to bring some awareness to what's happening and hopefully encourage you to, to get some help if needed. So thanks again for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Everybody out there, take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wellness for Real People. Please hit subscribe and see us again soon for future episodes.